Good and gracious God, we love you and we adore you. We thank, thank you for this day, Lord, where we in church, we as a part of worship, we give thanks to our mothers. We give thanks to the women that have encouraged us, that have loved us. We give thanks for all the teachers, Lord, that give of their life, that, that see their, 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 their career as a ministry. We thank you for the women that have volunteered their time in Sunday school, Lord. We thank you for the women that, that stop uh, little boys in church from running and just to talk to them and tell them how much they love them. Lord God, thank you for a mother's love and thank you for a woman's heart. And Lord God, I thank you for this day where we're able to worship you. And Lord, I ask that you now uh, use me as your messenger, Lord. Hide me behind that cross. Hide me behind that empty tomb. Hide me behind that manger that you and you alone may be glorified this day. That people may see you before they see me. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come. In the blessed name of Jesus, we pray. Let the children of God say amen. Here we are uh, closing in on the end of uh, our series uh, called The Story by uh, Randy Frazee and uh, Max Lucado. Uh, we are on chapter 30. Uh, next week is chapter 31, and it's the last uh, chapter of the book. But However, I will be spending two weeks on the final chapter two weeks on the final chapter of 31. So if you're reading along, you can read along and just understand uh, chapter 31. I want to spend a couple of weeks too. And then, um, but I hope, I hope you've enjoyed, I hope you're, you're I encourage you to get the, get the story and read along and, and, and go back through it and study it. It's been fantastic. I can't tell you how many wonderful testimonies I've heard from, from uh, you that have shared with me how, how this has helped you read the Bible, understand the Bible, and, and uh, just I want to encourage you to do that. I hope you understand that in, in following through the story and the study that there are, uh, there's an upper story, which is God's story, that has never changed. So from the beginning of time, God set out this, this, this story of, this, 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 uh, of love and redemption, of, of, of bringing God's creation into a close, intimate, personal relationship, all of God's people into this relationship with God. And God's story has not changed. And God has been constant throughout, throughout history and even in today. But there's also this lower story is where we live our life out. This lower story is messy, it's ugly, it's people lie, people hurt us, we lie, we hurt others. Uh, we, we, we ask questions, we don't know why things happen, horrible things happen to us. We try to live out our faith, we try to be good Christians. We, we read the Bible, we, we, we give to the church, we go to church, we go to Bible studies, we help others, we, we do all that we feel like God has called us to, but, but bad things continue to happen to us. And we live out this, this lower story, and, and, it's, it's, and we... And we get confused with the whys and, and the hows. And... But we need to remember that God is never, His story remains. And God is, is always watching over us. God is always overseeing us. God desires to pull our lower story to merge with His story. As we look at the final days of Paul's ministry this week, I think we can gain some beautiful insight uh, from how Paul lived out his life and how, how, how he was able to find joy and peace and happiness uh, in the midst of, 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 of his life. 
See, life can be joyous if, if we begin to understand and, and we draw closer to God's upper story. So when, when, we, when you examine the life of Paul, I mean, you would think, I mean, we talked last week about the conversion story from Saul to Paul. Saul um, was a persecutor of the church, and, he, and, and the, the dramatic event that changed his life, that Saul became Paul. We talked about it last week. And, and for that type of experience, if God was willing to do something like that, surely Paul, Paul's life, the calling Paul had on his life, would be a smooth life, Right? I mean, that's assumptions that we make in our lives when we give our life to Christ, when we go to church, when we're faithful to God, we expect life to be roses and life to be great and us to know all the things that happen to our life. I mean, we, 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 we expect for life to be, as that term, a bed of roses, right? But I think we need to take a peek at Paul's life. We, we never forget that God is always in pursuit of us. And that's the theme of the Bible. Even though life gets messy, God continues to be in pursuit, wanting to be in relationship with us. So let's turn to the book of 2 Corinthians. Um, and we'll begin our journey this morning with chapter 11, verses 23 through 29. First, I mean, 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 23 through 29. Paul begins to describe his life and, and, how, and what he's faced with in serving Jesus. Now, this is Paul following Jesus. This is how, how wonderful his life was, all right? Beginning with the 23rd verse, all right. Are they servants of Christ? I'm out of my mind to talk like this. Am I more? I am more. I have worked much harder, been in prison more frequently, been flogged more severely. I've been exposed to death again and again. Five times I've received from the Jews the 40 lashes minus one. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I was pelted with stones. Three times I was shipwrecked. I spent a night and a day in the open sea. I've been constantly on the move. I have been in danger from rivers, in danger from bandits. In danger from my fellow Jews, in danger from Gentiles, in danger in the city, in danger in the country, in danger at sea, and in danger from false believers. I have labored and toiled and have gone, often gone without sleep. I have known hunger and thirst and have gone, often gone without food. I've been cold and naked. Besides everything else, I face daily I face daily the pressure of my concern for all the churches. Who is weak? And I do, and I do not feel weak. Who is led into sin? And I, and I do not inwardly burn. I love this passage because I, I believe that in this passage we see that Paul's life was not without difficulties. Amen? Paul's life was not without difficulty. When, when, I, when I have seen so many people abandon their calling, abandon their faith, walk away from Christ, get mad at God because life doesn't turn out the way that you think that it should, I've seen people walk away from God. But in this passage, I, I see Paul and his life is full of, I mean... I don't know if difficulties is even the right word. I mean, this is horrible. This is, this is horrible. This is torture. 
Paul tells of his life. I mean, look at the list of things that he went through as he was serving Jesus. This is as he was serving Jesus. This is what prison flogged, exposed to death again and again and again. Five times he received 39 lashes. Three times beaten with rods. He was pelted with stones. He was stoned, nearly stoned to death. They thought he was dead. Shipwrecked three times. Spent a night and day on the open sea. He was exposed to dangers from the Jews and Gentiles alike. He had gone without sleep, gone without food. He was thirsty. He was cold. He was naked. On top of that, he was worried about the church. Now, folks, let me ask you. At what point would have you given up? At what point would have you rationalized? You know, I know God called me into this ministry thing, but you know, uh, I know I'm hard-headed, but uh, here I am out lost at sea. Maybe God is trying to tell me I'm not supposed to be doing this. I mean, at what point? Maybe the hunger, maybe the, the 39 lashes uh, after the fifth one. Okay, maybe I need to rethink this calling. I mean, maybe God is calling me to something else. How much can a person take? Paul was active in his service, but he kept on going no matter what. How easily could we have rationalized? And we would have said, all right, Paul, you're right. Uh, maybe God is calling you for something else. Paul walked in the major cities of the Roman world. He was relentless in his pursuit of his following Christ. Paul also knew to, uh, that he had to make a living while he was doing this as well. He had to be fed, had to be taken care of. And we, 21st century Christians, how easy do we get upset at the church or get tired of working or doing something? Or... Paul always seemed to stay focused. I mean, when he was in prison, he would, he would witness to the guards who was putting him in chains. While he was in prison, he wrote some of the most beautiful letters and Bible, uh, uh, books in the Bible. We call them the, the prison epistles, uh, the, the Philemon, uh, Ephesians, Philippians, and Colossians. Paul's blessings was that he never got over that, that, that living for Jesus. Jesus met him. He, he called him. He changed his life. And, he, and so he lived his life for, for God no matter what, was, what he was faced with. Paul, in his, he was a man in his own words. He was passionate about, about killing Christians. He was a zealous for killing Christians. Now he was a, one of the Christian leaders. Now the road to Damascus, the, 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 the experience that changed him forever, Paul began to share this message of grace to the world. And we think about our own lives, and I've known some people again. Uh, I know people are going through rough waters. I know some of you are going through extremely tough time right now. I know you've gone through tough time. So, so I, the question we face is this. How can we be faithfully serving Jesus? How can we continue to be Christian when, when our lower story is shipwrecked? When we feel lost at sea, how can we continue to be faithful? Again, I've seen so many people that walk away from, from faith because of their lower story gets complicated. They, they, they get angry at God. See, Paul's lower story looked rough. 
uh, looked <laughs> desolate. I mean, it, looked like it was filled with challenging. And his got rough as a direct result of him following Jesus. Remember, before following Jesus, he was, uh, he was a leader. He was an up-and-comer. He was doing great. Life was good. Life was easy. He had power, prestige. He had money. Life was good. He was persecuting others before he met Jesus. And then now that he met Jesus, look at his life. I mean, that's, I wouldn't, that's not a marketing call. Hey, you be, be a Christian and, uh, and uh, get persecuted. Be a Christian and get whipped by uh, rods and stoned to death. Really? Let's see if we can gain some insight on what will help us to live our lives like Paul, to, to stay strong and faithful and, and even have joy when we're filled, when our life is filled with struggles, when our life is filled with just challenges and difficulties. And what was Paul's secret in life? How was Paul able to do this? What was Paul's secret for dealing with life? I mean, being rejected and often left for dead, how did Paul face such severe challenges in life? We need to know the answer. For some of us are rejected because of our faith. Some of us are rejected because we, we, we just don't get it. We, we, we think that people are going to think it's crazy if we're Christian. We think people are going to, to, to think we're, we're nuts if we say, hey, I, I think I need to pray with you and not, not know why. And we, and we all have storms. I mean, we have storms, whether it be about relationships difficulty in marriage or difficulty in relationships or children or, or parents or neighbors or we have financial difficulties we have we have personal difficulties uh, uh, we make mistakes but while in prison Paul wrote Philippians while in prison Paul wrote Philippians now look at what he says about life while he's in prison Philippians chapter 4 Philippians chapter 4 beginning with verse 12 Paul says this I know what it is to be in need. I know what it is to be in plenty, to have plenty. I have learned the secret of being content in any and every situation. I've learned the secret of being content in every, any and every situation, whether well-fed or hungry, whether living with plenty or in want. I can do all this through him who gives me strength. I can do all this through him who gives me Now, does this sound like a man who's broken, who's beaten, who's, who's in prison? Does this, man, does this sound like a man that... that no, it, this is a man who, who's on the contrary. He, he, he's, he has strength, he has power, he, he has this wonderful joy and peace. He knows that Jesus is going to get him through this time. He knows that he can't do it on his own. If it was up to him, he wouldn't be able to endure. But it's not about him. It's all about Jesus. His secret is Jesus. Remember, he wrote these words in prison about his faith. Let's look at another one. Philippians chapter 1. Philippians chapter 1. He says, For to me, to live is Christ, and to die is gain. For I am to go on living in the body. This will mean fruitful labor for me. Yet what, I, what shall I choose? I do not know. I'm torn between the two. I desire to depart and to be with Christ, which is better by far. He's, he is, he, inside he knows that, listen, but he, he, there's this beautiful, he realizes it's not about him. 
that his life is all about Christ in living and in death. It's all about Jesus. He knew that nothing can separate him from God's love. That no matter how bad life may get, no matter how difficult life challenges may be, even under death, death is a great alternative. Paul anchored his life in the hope of Jesus in this world. He trusted his life into the hands of God. He would have easily gotten tangled up in any one of the troubles he faced and, and simply given up, but he did not. See, we can identify with Paul because many times we felt that, that nothing in life is going right. Have you ever felt that way? Have you ever felt where nothing, like, like every decision you've made is just, you've messed up? over and over again and you some of it is our own fault i mean i just continue to make bad mistakes and it just i keep or maybe maybe you just feel like the world is just beating up on you that you try to be good but but every time you turn around you're hit again and again and again can you not identify with paul in any bit of this paul was so torn because he could not wait to be with jesus and that was where he wanted to be. He was ready to die. But he also knew that he, he had this great mission and purpose in this world that he, had, that he had to continue on that it would be fruitful. The people must know and understand about this love of God. So Paul was living, he was okay with living and, 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 and trusting and serving God and, and doing what he needed to do. But you know, it, it, when God chooses for me to die, I'm happy to go. But I'm going to keep fighting. I'm going to continue to serve God. But you know, so he lives in this um, it's a win-win situation for him, regardless of what was before him. The secret of being able to be content, to being able to stay strong and to stay faithful and full of joy is knowing who you serve and who you belong to. The secret is knowing who you are and whose you are. See, when you put, your, put that to your face, no matter how difficult life may get, in the context of heaven, it just doesn't, life isn't difficult anymore. Because you know that God's upper story is moving, and whatever is happening to you, may God be glorified, may, may something good come from it, and, may, and all of a sudden your life begins to merge with God's mission. And you find peace and joy. I mean, how can a guy that has been through all Paul has gone through, right? something like this remember he is in prison for his faith he's in prison because he decided to follow jesus he could have turned his back on god and had gotten a good life again no but his faith led him to this life and listen to these words he writes philippians chapter 4 he's in prison he writes this help me read this because i have a difficulty reading this sometimes do not be anxious help me read it do not be anxious about anything whoa do not be anxious. What does that mean? Don't worry about anything. Paul's in prison. And he's saying, don't worry about anything. I don't know if I want to get out of this situation. But don't be... Okay, here we go again. Don't be anxious about anything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving... Present your request to God. Now, in every situation, go back to that. With every situation, prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, regardless of what your situation may be, with thanksgiving, go to God. Let God know your heart. And then the next verse, and the peace of God, 
which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. The peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart, will protect you. It is, it's hard to let go of anxiety. There's a lot of uncertainty in life. But when we keep our hearts in Christ, we, can't experience, we can experience this beautiful peace in the midst of the turmoil. That peace that Paul speaks of will, will guard your heart and mind in Christ. See, when your faith is more than just academic, as your relationship with, with, with Christ begins to grow, this leads to the final... Uh, you have this awesome peace of, of of Christ within you. Now, final thing I want to say is that Paul's life ended well. Paul's life ended very well, in fact. See, tradition has it that Paul was uh, beheaded in the year 67 by Nero, Emperor Nero. Paul was beheaded. That sound like a life that ended very well? I mean, uh, I... I, I to me, that's not really the way I would want to go out, being beheaded uh, by an evil uh, emperor. I mean, but, but yet, Paul's life ended very well. Paul writes this while he was in prison. It's 2 Timothy chapter 4. 2 Timothy chapter 4. This is, this is Paul waiting, waiting to be executed. He realizes that he's about to die. And he says this, For I'm, I am already being poured out like a drink offering and the time for my departure is near I have fought the good fight I have finished the race I have kept the faith now there is in store for me a crown of righteousness which the Lord the righteous judge will award to me on that day and not only to me but also to those to uh, all who have longed for his appearing and, and the, the text there is, talks about a drink offering a drink offering is is There'd be an altar there with hot coals on top, and they would take wine and pour the wine over the hot coals as a drink offering. Now the liquid, as it hits the coals, turns to steam, and steam begins to rise up, and then all of a sudden this sweet aroma would fill the air. Now Paul saw this, his whole ministry as his drink offering, as, as a transition from a liquid to a steam, and then a sweet aroma would fill the room. Paul saw that his whole ministry was a sacrifice offering to God. Earlier in his ministry, Paul, in Philippians chapter 2, Paul used the same phrase, but he said, and it was his first time he was in a Roman prison, he said when, uh, when it is possible, he, he's going to be, he knows it's possible he's going to be martyred. He said, if I'm being poured out, if I'm, if I'm going to be poured out. But now he's actually saying, I'm already being poured out. He knows that his departure, his death is coming. Paul ended his life well because he fought the good fight and he kept the faith. And he, he ran the race. Time was approaching to claim his inheritance. He's already being poured out. By the way, Nero, the emperor Nero, actually, uh, Paul died in 67. Nero committed suicide in 68. The Senate started to come after him, so he actually committed suicide. His life didn't end up so well. Now, the conclusion is this, that, that uh, there are no St. Nero cathedrals that I know of. I don't know of any, any kids named Nero. I'm just, I'm just saying, I don't, I don't know of any dogs named Nero that are nice, uh, uh, or, or any cats named Nero. I mean, nobody, Nero is not a good name. Nobody remembers Nero very well. However, 
There's lots of Pauls. I know there's lots of beautiful St. Paul cathedrals as well. Who makes the real difference in this world? The Neros or the, the, the social spotlighting, attention-craving celebrities out there? No, it's the ordinary Pauls and Paulas in this world making a difference. Little old ladies in the church, it's the men who give their time. It's, it's loving and caring for our neighbors. It's the ones that, that touch us and share God's love with us that, that changes the world. The only the church has been given the story of grace. So I ask you, are you fighting the good fight? Are you finishing the course? Have you kept the faith? Does God have you? See, the book of Acts, the book of Acts uh, didn't conclude in the Bible. And the story doesn't conclude with revelation. The story continues today in your life, in the way you live out your life. The story continues today about how you share what you've experienced, your knowledge and your experience of God with, with your neighbors and your friends and with your children and your grandchildren. The story continues and you're a character in the story. I pray that you understand who you are and whose you are. Let's pray. Good and gracious God, we love you and we thank you for this day. Holy Spirit, come. Thank you for our mothers and thank you for all the women that have loved us and cared for us to make us who we are today. But Lord God, we, I ask now, the Holy Spirit is, is, empowers us to be all that you've created us to be. That we might awaken, Lord God, to be a, a part of your story, to continue your story, to share your love. That our lower story mess, Lord God, may begin to merge with your beautiful upper story. Holy Spirit, allow us to see the calling that you laid in our lives and face the challenges that come before us. We love you and we thank you. In the precious name of Jesus we pray. Let the children of God say amen.